This is a podcast from Rover. Yes, we're here at the Fielding Farmers Market on a lovely Friday morning. You can't beat the Manawatu on a good day. Absolutely stunning. And of course, well, we've been hearing a lot about Cartwell Creamery. Uh, one of our lovely uh, producers and researchers, Joe Grigg, put us on to Cartwell Creamery. Adrian and Jill Walcroft from the... Now, it's, uh, we're with Adrian. Now, it's the Pahongana Valley, isn't that right, Adrian? Yep, that's right. We're up the Pahongana Valley. Yep. Whereabouts on the Pahongana Valley? Because it's a reasonable sort of stretch of land, isn't it? Yep. Uh, we're not too far, about two k's from the Pahongana Village, yep. on the western side. Yeah. Yep. Did you come through Gabriel all right? Did you get any um, any issues from that? Uh, we were fine. Um, just uh, one tree down over a fence, but my neighbour had some serious flooding on the terrace below us. Wiped away all his fences and troughs yeah. are gone, so yeah. a bit of work there to clean up. Yeah. Now, Adrian, congratulations, because you are the national cheesemaker of the year. I mean, drum roll, round of applause, please, Fielding Farmers Market. I mean, you must be bloody proud of that. Yeah, yeah, it's a real uh, a real achievement. Uh, it's been a long time coming. We've been going 10 years now, and so uh, we're thrilled to have won that award. Yeah. We'll look at some of the individual cheeses in a moment, but um, you've been going 10 years. I mean, I would have thought that's a pretty quick turnaround to become the national champion. What got you started? What got you and Jill into cheesemaking? Uh, it's an interest that started about... 27 years ago I uh, went on a cheese making course and just thought that that would be a way that we could start a small business and, and make money out of a small farm but that went on the back, on the back burner for about 15 years uh, whilst we both did our careers because um, got that got that out of the way and then had enough of the career finally and decided to, we'd, we'd, we'd give it a go. You look quite young to put careers to bed. What, what were you both in? What, you... Uh, we were both working in the science field. I was a scientist uh, with land care research, doing climate change research, and yeah. Jill was with uh, ag research, right. doing social research. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay. So from pretty pretty uh, keen ag backgrounds, then really. So probably a bit of a a, a a natural fit. Tell us about the operation. So you do both uh, cow milk and goat milk cheese. Yep, yep. Uh, so we don't milk animals ourselves. We buy milk in. There's, there's Manitou's got, you know, lots of really top quality farmers producing top quality milk. So we, we leave the hard bit up to them. Yep. We buy the milk as and when we need it. Um, uh, take it back to our little factory that we built at, uh, on our property at Pahongana and uh, do the processing there. Yeah. So how long does it take from when you, and I understand you collect the milk from the passies and the uh, the goat milk from the bars, I think it is, you know, are they among you, some um, suppliers you have? Yeah, so the goat milk comes from a farm over at Rongatia, that's not the bars, but yeah. we are, we are, we're buying from the bars at the moment. Yep. Um, they, we buy winter milk from them, Yes. Uh, from their farm, and yeah, but also from the passie farm up at uh, Pahongana Valley. Yep. It's a name that's been around the area for a while, the Passies. Look, um, tell me, so what's the, what's, it, what's it involved once you get it, uh, once it goes from sort of the vat and gets to you? Yeah. So we bring it in, bring it home in a little tanker, uh, then gets pumped into the factory and we pasteurise it. So all of our all of our cheeses are pasteurised. Um, that means heating them up to a certain yeah. temperature, holding it and then cooling it down. Then once it's at the cheese making temperature, we add some cultures, um, we add some rennet, um, forms a curd, you cut the curd and just depending on what cheese you're making there's various heating, stirring, that sort of thing. After a couple of hours it goes into the moulds and basically by the end of the day it's it's a young cheese. A young cheese. And, and how long does it stay young cheese before it comes old and, and hits the marketplace and hits, you know, like because my co-host Rebecca Grace, she is a, uh, she's a cheese doll. She's right into her cheese, loves it. Yeah. yeah. 
It depends on the cheese. Some of them are faster maturing, like the uh, the brined cheeses, like feta and halloumi, yeah. take about a week, a couple of weeks. Um, the soft cheeses, it's about two weeks before they are wrapped, but probably another three to four weeks before they're really good eating. Uh, the blue cheese is about three weeks until it's wrapped, but again, another probably month before it's really, really good to eat. Yeah. Uh, and then the hard cheeses are three months between when they're made and, the, and, the, and we start to sell them. Yeah. What do you reckon's been the, the key to your success? Because I see um, one of the descriptions is, is small is beautiful. That, that works for you? Yeah, it, it is good. Um, it gives us a lot of flexibility. We can try new things out. Coming to the market here is really good. We can try it, bring a new cheese and just see how it yeah. goes before we release it to uh, the general market. Um, I think the key to our success is first of all the quality of the milk that we get. Like yeah. the milk, it's, it's grass yesterday, milk this morning, and cheese this afternoon. So there's, you know, there's, there's no delays in the process. And the other one is um, attention to detail. So you know, with a science background, there's a lot of a lot of things you're measuring and monitoring all the time and recording. We're talking to Adrian Walker from Cartwell Creamery. Back to you, a diamond or question? Yeah, obviously being the cheese aficionado uh, is... Uh, Better than cheese dog, but cheese aficionado. <laughs> the, the cheese dog, as you yeah. alluded to. I'm quite keen to ask some questions about this Opaki Ma, which is yep. your champion of champions. Can you tell me what makes it so special and what what's the best way to eat it? You know, what should I put it with? Uh, what makes it special, it's, it's quite a unique cheese. There aren't very many um, goat's milk cheeses in New Zealand. Um, it's got a lovely soft texture, beautiful white um, uh, rind on it, and lovely mushroomy sort of flavours from, from, that, from that rind. Best way to eat it, um, I like it on a, well, by itself is best, I think, but if, if you want it on a cracker, that's fine. Um, a tiny smear of fruit paste uh, is really good with it as well. Yeah. Okay, you happy with that, Max? Yeah. That, that suit you? Yeah, that, that's brilliant. I'll be uh, getting my fruit paste out. I've got plenty of that in the fridge, and uh, I'll uh, give it a give it a whirl. Yeah, right. Yeah. The, the Opiki Ma, which is available from Cartwell Creamery. We're here at the Fielding Farmers Market on your Friday morning. They do it here. What you hear? Pretty much what? 50, 40 odd weeks a year. Um, probably 51 weeks. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. there's not many. Uh, only, yeah. only Christmas Day they wouldn't be open, but yeah. we're, here, we're here all year. Yeah. yeah. Good bunch of people around here, isn't it a great town? Yeah, it is good. I mean, it's quite unusual having a market on a Friday, you know, yeah. normally they're on a weekend, yeah. but it's sale day here and it, you know, it brings people to town. Yeah. And we've got a real loyal customer base here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a great place. So, do you get a bit of that? People who come to the sale on a Friday, because it's still probably one of the biggest sale yards on a on a Friday. It used to be one of the biggest in the Southern Hemisphere, didn't it? I think it still is. I think yeah. it is the biggest um, uh, biggest uh, livestock sale yard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah no, the, the, the town's really alive on a Friday. Yeah. 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 So, what else do you do beside making cheese? What, what's your what, any other passions? Uh, we've got a small farm, so we, we've got 30 acres and we run some dairy heifers on that, so that that's, keeps us busy as well. Um, passions are, I love sailing, so can't wait to get out, <laughs> wait for the summer to get out on that again. Uh, a bit of mountain biking and, um, yeah, tramping outdoors, that sort of stuff. But the business keeps us busy, so it's hard to find time for those. Yeah. Yeah, I imagine it keeps you very busy. I um, flew in this morning and came in over and the, the new the new flight path that they've gone back to, they haven't used for many years, you sort of go almost over appity appity as and, and then come over the top of the Ruahinis and then down sort of the Danny bit. But, gee, looking at the road, that's going to that's gonna be um, a game changer, isn't it? 
the yeah. new road. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they're making fantastic progress. Yeah. Just unbelievable the amount of dirt they've shifted there. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be fantastic once it's up and running. Yeah. 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 Adrian, uh, thank you so much. I don't, I've got to just check my list here. I think I've got it all sort of covered off. National Cheesemaker of the Year, Adrian Warcroft here at the Fielding Farmers Market on a Friday morning. Let me give you the tip. There is no better place to be 